Click, click, boom. What's going on, Faithfuls? It's your boy Mike from the Nestle Niners crew. Guys, it is sunny outside. It is beautiful. It's a little, little chilly, not quite perfect playing weather yet. But I'm outside with some of the kids and the dog. Uh, and I figured, you know what, man? We haven't done one of these uh, March Madness videos in a couple of days. Had a hell of a weekend. Uh, but let's go ahead and get to it now. So I'm here. We're going to have some fun. Oh, and my man Wayne Breezy's in the building too, man. Let's go. What's up, Wayne? Yo, What's yo, going yo. on, big dog? What's good, family? How you doing? I got all Oh, stuff. man, I'm good, man. I'm yeah, good. Right. I, I did not expect to get you. Hold on. Let me now. I got to change my audio settings. Hold up. Hold up. Okay. Audio. Hold no, up. not microphone. Where's the speaker joint at? Settings. Uh oh. General. Everything sounds hold good. Hold on, hold on. Can you hear me? I got to get it to go to the speakerphone setting now. What's up, y'all? What's going on out there? One, two, one, two. Let me see. I hear you clear. You can hear me? Yeah. I can't hear you. It's all right. We're going we're going, we're going to try to get through this, though. We're going to be all right. Oh, all right. Uh -huh. So we're going to. So it might be me. Might be me. Huh? Check. Check. One, two. Check. Oh. I'm sure they can hear you, but mine is not on speakerphone for whatever reason. It's only on like the like I gotta have my phone up to my ear because I'm on my phone. Gotcha. It's not letting me change it to speakerphone. So as long as they can hear you, I'm good. So it's all good, man. We're gonna jump into these questions, guys. We got 15 minutes, rapid fire questions, whatever it is that you guys want to ask, go ahead and shoot them to us. And we're gonna answer them uh piece by piece, brick by brick, so to speak. Mm -hmm. huh? See what I did there? Oh, throwback there. All right. This is bro, I'm eating pizza on my lunch break. How's it going, faithful? Uh, are we doing any mock drafts on the show? Will Nick, Tony, and Wayne be joining in? I saw 6-8 tight end during Wayne's stream. Thoughts? I'm assuming he said tight end. Wayne, what 6-8 player oh, the, is the, DJ uh, talking about? Right tackle, Blake Freeland. Uh, right tackle? BYU. Yeah, well, he's a left tackle. He's a tackle. Uh, Blake Freeland from BYU uh, tested through the roof at the Combine. Uh, he's great in zone blocking, great in run blocking. Uh, he's a little tall though, and he and he stands a little high. He's kind, he kind of reminds you a little bit of Mike McGlinchey. <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised if they replace Mike McGlinchey with Blake. Remind you of Mike McGlinchey? Says yeah. that's wild. Well, All I right. mean, as far as like him being high, like you know, his high stance and guys getting leverage and getting up under him. Uh, but we'll we'll see. That might be fixable. He may be a 49er. We'll see. Got you. Got you. All right. We'll see what happens there. Uh, but yes, there will be mock drafts on the show. Uh, we're actually going to start them this week. Um, we're going to do a review of free agency and all so far tomorrow night. Uh, and then we'll probably kick off our first official mock draft, too. All right. We're going to see how things go. We have a surprise uh, guest come on for you guys this week as well. Uh, crunch some numbers. There's a hint to the guests, huh? huh? Crunch some numbers. And, and uh, we'll, we'll go from there, man. We'll go from there, man. You know, great minds think alike. And something tells me that you guys have seen this guest on Wayne's show before, but I won't say anything else. All right. Uh, can you please say moles and holes? Moles All right. It's probably some innuendo that's not appropriate in front of my little girls that I just said out loud. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know what Evan preaches. He says, uh, what do y'all have for breakfast? All right, Wayne, you go first because I'm not much of a breakfast person. So, so I didn't have breakfast, and for lunch I ate breakfast. Hmm. So for lunch, 
I had an an egg and cheese uh, omelet, like a Greek style omelet with feta, spinach, uh, olives. Yeah, so that's what I ended up eating for lunch. That sounds pretty uh, healthy. Yeah, sounds pretty healthy. And uh, I don't eat breakfast, but I ended up having uh, Chipotle for my first meal today. Mm, I got so check this out. I order my food in the burrito, but I don't eat the burrito. I I dump it out. Why don't you just get the bowl? I don't know why I didn't get the bowl, man. That's it. That's... <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't expecting a response. I wasn't expecting the pause in the response. So I, I didn't have a good answer. That was a great question. I just. <laughs> I didn't have an answer for you, man. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, I should. I, I. You know, when I get the bowl, all right. So when I go, they have. You know, they have like the three different kinds of salsas. Yeah. I get all three. And if you get the bowl, they put a lot in there. If you get in the burrito, they're very like, I it's white. You can always ask for the salsa on the side, Mike. So you got to, you know, I, I'd rather you know, do that I, and then leave. No, but so I'm used to getting all my condiments on the side. So like even salad dressing on the side, because they put so much yeah. on there that, you know, you think you're eating a healthy mm-hmm. The condiment now salsa is different because salsa really isn't much of nothing. It's it's real. It's all healthy ingredients. But the salad dressing, right. the oil, and and all that type of stuff. So yeah. yeah, I get all three of them bad boys, and they they load them up when I get the bowls, which is good still. But then I walk around with like this like burning sensation in my top abs, you know, like and it's like all right, I don't know if I'm getting indigestion or what. But today, when I got it with the burrito, you dump it out. There's not a lot of the sauce in there. I put my little bit of chipotle sauce on top, and I'm good to go. You know, so it worked out well. Uh, he says, has anyone seen the movie called The Whale with Brandon Fraser. I know that movie cleaned up at the Academy Awards or whatever Oscars or whatever it is. No, I haven't seen it. I um, I saw a preview. I wasn't really interested in seeing it, but have, have you seen it, Wayne? No, I have not. I haven't even heard of it. it you, I'm sure you've seen pictures or, or the memes. He's like, he just, it's, you know who Brandon Fraser is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the mummy guy. But yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, he, but he's like huge. He's like in a fat suit the whole movie. Oh, I thought so about, I, about a whale. See? Well, no, it's I think I, I, I'm assuming it's about him and right. his relationship with his daughter, and he's just like huge. Okay. In the movie. All okay. right. How short of a leash does Kyle have this year if Brock is not ready to start game one and has he and he has to go with Trey? I don't think Kyle has a leash, period. Uh I, I personally think Kyle is, is is if we're talking about his job, I think he's safe for a long time. <laughs> I think the organization trusts Kyle and whatever happens, happens, but I don't think he has a leash. I do know you know you're going to win, but I at this point he trusts he trusts Kyle. So you know what's funny about this question? What's that? People hated Jed York for getting rid of Jim Harbaugh. Yes. Right? We went to four NFC championship games or three three in a row, some whatever it was that Harbaugh accomplished. I think it was three. Mm-hmm. We went to three NFC championship You get rid of that kind of coach and it doesn't make any sense and blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Here we are with a guy who is going to the same amount and we want to say that he's on a short leash. So if you were mad at if you were mad at Jed York for getting rid of Harbaugh because of what he did accomplish. You would hope that Jed York learned from his mistakes and didn't get rid of the next guy that came in and did at least the same things. Well, I think I think the short leash concept comes in due to the fact, uh, it, it, you you know, your job 
clock usually starts or is tied to the quarterback that you draft. And I think if you don't draft the quarterback, I mean, you probably get a longer chance. But when you draft your guy and he doesn't hit after year two, possibly three, I think that's what he means. I think that's where a lot yeah. of fan base comes in and be like, all right, well, maybe, you know, Kyle. I would, yeah. Jim, I would be inclined to agree with what you're saying. I mean, I think the biggest issue is that Trey just hasn't played. So whatever play clock you think has started to put Kyle on this short leash, Hasn't really ticked yet. I mean, I, you think Jed York is holding Trey Lance's injuries against Kyle? I don't think Jed York is. Um, but I think that the team, I think overall from, you know, from the front office to Kyle Shanahan, uh, I, I think, you know, the issue is Brock came in and, you know, he he wooed everybody. So It's I think, not an issue. It's what he, I, no, like, no, 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 no. You're missing my point. The issue with Trey... The, the the issue of of Trey even getting playing time is the fact that Brock came in and wooed everybody. So, so, so now Brock is hurt, and so we have to wait to see how he's going to re- recover from his injury. But I think this season is going to pan out to. I think the Forty ers continue to find ways to win, yo. I mean, they did it with Jimmy, they did it with Brock. I think they could do it with Trey, um, and or Sam Darnold, whoever plays quarterback. I think the Forty ers can win. So. Yeah, as do I. As do I. Uh, Ronnie says here, what's your guys' thoughts on losing Jordan Willis? None. I mean, he didn't do shit last year. <laughs> I mean, everybody always talks about this is a what have you done for me lately league. I'm not going to go back two years ago where he blocked the, you know, the the field goal or had had it's a fun. crazy punt and had a great sack. Mm-hmm. What did he do last year? I mean, like, right? I mean, right, it was, it was Nick Bosa, and then it was nobody else. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you. All right, all right. Oh, they hating on your Boston sign, man. Tell them what it is, bro. Oh, they got they, they they know what time it is. It's basketball time. It's NBA time. It's time for the NBA playoffs. It's right around the corner. So y'all gonna have to get used to it. I'm rocking a Boston hat right now. So y'all gonna have to get used to this. This. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm, tell him about tell him about it. all right he says here mike how do you rate this team out of all the defensive players how do you rate this team out of all the defensive players is lost our mm-hmm. edges weak only bosa mm-hmm. how do you how do you rate this team out of all of our defensive players is lost all right so i mean i think that it's i think what we experienced last year was the turning of a page the start of a new chapter the first four seasons, Kyle Shanahan's teams were led and carried by the defense while the offense struggled to catch up. I think those days are over. So while the defense may have taken a step back, I think it's time for the offense to look like what we expected a Kyle Shanahan-led offense to look like six years into his tenure here. All right, you've got these superstars at the wide receiver position, at the tight end position, at the running back position. No more excuses. Like Wayne said a couple minutes ago, I don't care if it's Darnold. I don't care if it's Purdy. I don't care if it's Lance. It's time for the offense to start to carry this team. Mm. Uh, so when I, how do I rate the team? I think the team is in the same place that I thought it was going into last season. Contender, Super Bowl, contending type team. That's what we were throughout all the injuries at the quarterback. That's what we should be throughout all the departures on the defensive side of the ball because we still have all of our cornerstones there. We still got the Fred Warner in the in the middle, right? We still got our our corner in Shavarius Ward, and we still have our edge guy in Nick Bosa. Those are your three cornerstones and your three different levels of the defense. So now 
build around those guys. You're not going to be able to keep everybody together. And the offense should be taking steps forward with Trey, with Darnold, with Purdy. Sorry, it should be. Uh, so I, I view them the same way. Very well said. All right. Let me see here. Uh, 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 uh. Kyle and Jed. Trey. Uh, here we go. Most impactful. Oh, 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 most impactful rap song of all time. I say fight the power by public enemy. Do we sign another edge rusher or draft one? That's a tough question. Um, wow. That's a tough one. A lot of people. I, I, got, I got an answer. It, it, it's it's deep, and it's going to take a long time to try to explain this. So I won't right now. Well, just say the answer. With the well, without... you remember, you know, the, the fuck the police, the N, the NWA. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I that mean, changed. Oh my gosh! It, it changed the way people looked at hip hop. It changed the way hip hop stood for itself. It it was for better or worse. It's got to be one of the most impactful songs. There, there's a lot. There's uh, that. That's tough. Um. Oof. That's tough. Yeah. That's a tough question. Um I mean I mean I'm 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 going to go with the message. Um I know Fight the Power was a little bit after the message, but the message from um Grandmaster Flash and the Furious 5, I thought that was a very impactful song. Talking about you know, all the things that were going on in the Bronx and how, like, the government, you know, damn near blew the city up. Like, he was, mm-hmm. like, he was you gotta listen to the, the guy, listen to the lyrics, yo. Like, and if you go to the Bronx now, you still see those projects like broken down, like bombed, burnt. It, it's just ridiculous, like, how, how it was. Um, yeah. So, I'm, I'm gonna go with the message. There, there was an X Clan song, but I can't remember it right now. Uh, and I remember my uncle like listening to this song over and over. It's like you gotta, you gotta understand, you gotta understand. So, but that's, it's, it's a very good sometimes that make me wonder how I keep from going under. <laughs> uh, and do we draft a, do or sign another edge? Uh, uh, I'll be honest with you, I think it's gonna be both. Yeah, I'm going I think it's gonna be both. Uh, we might, we might do one before the like. We might end up signing a guy after the draft, depending I, on who we can get. I think we signed a guy before the draft, like we did last year. Uh, well, with the, with the signing of uh, Clellan Farrell. I mean that that's our low tier, our our, our low risk, high reward signing. So I think that the other one's supposed to be a big one. You think there's a big edge signing left? I, I don't know if it's gonna be a big edge, but it might be a, a impactful veteran type yeah. of player. Like you know what I mean? Like an older guy that's coming in on a one year deal. Remember that time we signed Elvis Dumerville? He was impactful, but he was on his yeah. way out. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think he might be one of those guys. And Darnell Dockett type signing, yeah, and you and you may be right, Mike. They may it's, they may not make the same mistake they made last year when they drafted or when they signed Kamoko Teray, and they might be like, you know what, we drafted Drake Jackson, we didn't even use Teray, so you know what, let's wait till after the draft and let's see who's still available. I think yeah. the Niners are in control, Janet Jackson yeah. now. Yeah, um, um, good, good, good stuff, man. Good stuff there, bro. I like that. I like that. Uh. Christy, our prayers will be with you. Good luck. Um, positive yes, energy, yes. good vibes there. We got your back, and uh, hopefully we can keep you at least entertained uh, while you're doing that. You you know, our prayers are definitely with you, man. You see the whole the chat. They're all sending their prayers to you already, so uh, that's good. That's good. Let's do one more here, um, and then we'll get out of here, Wayne. Uh, Rob says, what do you guys think about Ross Dwelly being re-signed? 
Never mind. I don't want to dwell on it. Ah, I like that. <laughs> I got a drum roll in here somewhere. I don't know if I could do it on the phone. Hold oh, on. Let me try to find it. But I like that, though. That was that? Where is it? Where's my drum? Oh, there it is. You got the, the, the double drum roll going. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to dwell on it. That's funny, man. Uh, go ahead, Wayne. I don't, how, how honest we want to be right here on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, one to ten. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a five. I mean, this is a five signing, right? So this is a guy that they bring back that's familiar with the scheme. Year six, he'll be going into year six. Guess what? He doesn't cost the 49ers much. And I think the issue is the production that you get from him. I'd rather see Ross Dwelly over Charlie Warner, but then Charlie Warner is your better protecting tight end. And I, I, I tell you what, they have four tight ends here. Dwelly was the fourth depth piece but you got to remember this so a lot of people a lot of you guys aren't really thinking and so it's not that dwelly isn't necessarily used he's more of an insurance policy for kyle Yushchek. and a lot of people forget that dwelly when you went down play fullback and so it's so that the 49ers can continue that swiss army knife type of offense so if dwelly comes out here nine times out of ten he goes into camp he'll make this team the, the the third tight end literally will be between the person that they draft and if they bring in another free agent. So the Dwelly signing is good because it's an insurance policy for Kyle Yushek, who doesn't get utilized a lot either. But uh, On a scale of 1 to 10, I'm probably closer to a 3. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can get to a 4, mm-hmm. only because I feel like this team has tried to move on from Dwelly for a yeah. while now, and they just can't find anybody to take his spot for sure. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's because of his versatility. Yeah, no, 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 no. And that's that's why I said a three or four, right? I'm not upset about the signing at all. We needed more tight end help. Let me be very clear. I'm glad that it's a younger guy. I'm glad it's a guy that's familiar with the system and all that, right? And if Ross Dwelly is my tight end too, I'm content with that. Mm -hmm. The reason why I'm not giving it a higher grade is because, again, you've been trying to move on from him. And for whatever reason, you guys just can't evaluate tight ends the right way. But I don't think they're trying to evaluate him as a tight end. Is what I'm trying to say. Which means they're not evaluating him the right way. That like that they're doing something wrong. No, he's labeled as a tight end, but they're utilizing him as, "Hey, I need you to play here if such and such and such." Like you know what I'm saying? Right, like, fullback mode and yeah, like, like, yeah. like what's that 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 other back you call H back? H back, yeah. So yeah. Like, I think that's kind of why they don't move on. They can easily move on. Yeah, but they're like, hey, we can get a tight end. Remember, Ross Dwelly got hands. I don't give a which I say. You throwing the ball, he's damn near catching it, and he rarely drops passes. Uh, right, but he doesn't. He's not your block. It's weird. He's not your pass protecting tight end, but he's your run blocking tight end. See, it's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah, it's weird. But I, I am. I like I said, I'm not upset that he's back. I'm just not excited about it, and I don't. You know, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, last one here says Wayne Mike. Should the should the team draft the kicker or bring back gold? This will be the last question of this episode, guys. If they bring back gold, then they shouldn't draft the kicker. If they don't bring back gold, but they do sign somebody else, I would draft a kicker. So if it's an if it's a veteran, you, you want to have a competition. So yes. sign a vet to a yes. deal that doesn't have a bunch of guarantees. That way, Thank if you. they if they lose this competition, we can move on from them. Exactly. If it's gold. Put them down. Don't worry about drafting anybody else. Yeah. If anything happens to gold, go find one of them kickers that didn't get drafted. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? 
I like that response. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna completely agree with that one there, man. That was good. That's good stuff right there, man. So guys, that's gonna do it. We want to thank you all. Whoops. We want to thank you all for uh checking us out. We will be back at midnight. Well, I'll be back at midnight. Um, you know, hopefully uh wifey is feeling better, man. It was it was just hectic, man. One night I was ready to do the show, my wife jaw swole up. Looked oh, like no. she had a freaking softball in her mouth, man. Oh no. And uh bad, bad tooth infection. Uh, you know, just yeah. dealing with all that. And then we just had a really busy weekend, man. I'm sure we'll talk about it on Tuesday uh, when we get to go through all those kind of things. But, guys, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for checking us out. Wayne, thanks for jumping in here, man. I, I appreciate you, bro. Anytime, and, uh, bro. Good to see you. And uh, we'll talk to you all soon, all right? Peace.